Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Empire Rolls podcast, supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Well, bit of a flat performance today from Reading FC, a 2-1 defeat away at Derby County. All the action seemed to happen in a five-minute smell to end towards the end of the first half. But to help me talk about this game today, I've been joined by Matt Lansley. Hi, Matt. Hi, Paul. I've also joined by Alex Everson. Hi. Afternoon, Paul. I think it's going to take longer than five minutes to go through those five minutes, probably. But that's the way it is with football, I guess. Yeah, definitely. If it's anything to go by our pre-podcast chat, it gets quite... uh, Heated at points, which is good to see. So, let's talk about the match today. Up until the first goal from Derby, I actually thought we were the better team, Matt. I think that's a fair point? I personally think it's a fair point. Um, I know we've had quite extensive discussions about it. But, um, but, but yeah, Derby created very, very little. Very little in the first half, you know. And we... we I wouldn't say we looked brilliant. We, we, we looked good at times, you know. Yes, it wasn't probably the perfect performance but you know we created good chances Puskas had a chance OV had another chance I think Mate also had a chance in the first half you know there, there was chances there like maybe not completely clear ones but especially that Puskas one it was that that was that 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 was a clear clear chance and he should he should have at least hit the target but um but yeah like defensively we looked very sound as well and you know we just gave we just gave Tom Lawrence too much time on the edge of the box and he had a shot which again Raphael probably should have saved really. And it was just it was just a very poor goal to concede on all all fronts, really. Yeah, no, it was it was a really poor goal. Um just the chances we had from the Puskas one, he skied it over the bar. Ijari, no, that wasn't really a chance, like you say, uh, Matt. It was really kind of he just magicked up a space, didn't he? Hits the post, it comes yeah. back to him, he has another quick it, like, I think. It, it, it was like it was more the Ajaria that that, that that we remembered pre-lockdown, you know, and and it was probably a hallmark of his performance today. Today, I thought, you know, it was it was very very good. Say it was just it was just mesmerising. I saw. I think I think the um, uh, not the top twenty podcast tweeted it half time as well, just before half time about his performance. He was he was brilliant, and that how he how he worked the space there. He seems to be very good at those dead ball six or the the, uh, the dead ball line runs almost he did it that was how he scored how he scored against Fulham wasn't it and he seems to be very good at that (laughs) yeah um, he was brilliant he had a couple more in the second half and he put the cross in and it didn't quite come off but he was putting them in really good areas he's had a few kind of flat performances not awful but just not great against Stoke City and then kind of leading into the pre-Covid world as we call it now it wasn't quite happening for him but 
there was another chance for Yaku Mate. Do you think he should have done better there, Alex? It was a tough one. It really looked good pass again from Elise. Yeah, it was a it was a lovely pass from Elise. He probably could have done better, potentially. The uh the touch he did have was stretched, obviously on the run. Um I can't really blame Mate too much for skying that chance. It's it would have been a it would have had to have taken yeah, very World class finish, I guess, to to put that one away. Um, yeah, we didn't. It, I mean, we did, like Matt said, we did create a couple of chances in that first half, I think, and but we didn't really test Ben Hamer in goal, even though we created these chances. Um, and it felt like, yeah, even even when we were creating the chances, we weren't really necessarily looking likely to score, um, which was probably the most kind of, I guess, disappointing thing from that first 40 minutes or so um as you as you'd mentioned as well defensively we did look relatively okay we didn't I, I think Derby had one one shot from Tom Lawrence after about 15 minutes or so from outside the area which was uh, it was a very nicely worked move actually and uh Raphael had a pretty straightforward save and then apart from that Derby they came forward a bit but they didn't really create anything and uh yeah both teams were sort of lacking in ideas I guess for the first 40 minutes or at least lacking in that clinical edge up until the goal yeah no it was a the problem is a Ren fan after seeing us play against Stoke City last week I was kind of waiting for that moment when we were going to get caught out in some way or fashion now during the first half Mick Gooding was absolutely slaughtering wisdom whenever he got the ball saying that he's not going to do anything, Reddinger letting him have the ball, let him have it, he's going to be fine. So, of course, Andre Wisdom was heavily involved in the build-up for the first goal. That's a kind of commentator's curse there, isn't it, completely? He runs like right it. through the middle of our midfield, just kind of no one goes near him. Lawrence gets the ball. It's a good shot. But, Alex, do you think he should have saved that? He could have saved it, certainly. It's another goal conceded from that like 18 to 25-yard range. I don't know how many goals we've conceded now this season from that kind of range, but it feels like an awful lot. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, one of those, it's one of those shots which you look at the first time, and I, I know Della said on the contrary that it was a good finish. It's in the top corner, and... I think it gives it the goal a little bit too much credit. I, I think Raphael maybe could get there. I, yeah, I, I think I feel like it's a, another one of these goals which we've conceded from outside the area that people are going to say, "Oh, well, there's nothing we could do about it because it's just a really good finish." And it feels like, no. well, it, it feels like it is, it's a reasonable shot and it's a good goal, but it's like we seem to concede an awful lot of these goals, which are just really good finishes and, and really nice finishes. And actually it's like, well, some of these, uh, some of these shots could be, you know, could be saved and, or, but then of course we had a discussion beforehand, Paul around, are we, is it, is it a case of Raphael not saving these or is it a case of the system allowing too many shots from outside the area? So, you know, we saw the same last week against Stoke City. And Raphael made a good save that time, but yet again, right from the edge of the box. So it's, it's not yeah, something. It's, that's, it's not a new one. Pattern, one, one, one results in the other, I guess. So mm. it's um, 
whilst I don't want to blame Raphael because I do think he's a pretty good shot stopper. I don't I, I don't think he's a bad keeper at all. Um I know I've I know I've said I think he's average before, but um he's not a bad keeper in any way. It just it's difficult to it's difficult to pin the blame on it. Blame, it's difficult to pin the blame on him for that goal. But at the same time, it feels like maybe he could have saved it. Yeah, I mean, is it defensively, Matt? What do you think? Do you think it's defensively we're kind of consistently giving away those opportunities? Yeah, and they I are like, good. Strikes, I think it's, but, it's, 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 it's a good. It's, it was a good strike. It wasn't in the corner. It wasn't in the top corner. It wasn't with power. Um, but like. Uh, we, we we were talking about this before the game. You'd much rather um, block out your your box and make them shoot from 20, 25 yards than, you know, let them shoot from 15, 10 yards. You know, I'd much rather them shoot from there. Like, but Raphael's got to do better with those ones. You know, you, you, it's, 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 if, 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 it, if it was, if it was funded into the top corner, fair enough. If it was as top corner as it could go, if it was, you know, if 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 it's an unsavable shot, that's fair enough. But these aren't unsavable shots. You know, it wasn't hit with that much power. It wasn't hit with seen amounts of curl. It wasn't, you know, unsavable. And these happen. He wasn't. Un- he wasn't unsighted in any way either. Exactly, and it's like it, it just gets more frustrating because like you'd much, I'd much rather have shots from outside the box. You know, like say we saw it with Stoke. We saw it against Barnsley just before lockdown. You know. People can have shots from 20, 25 yards. That's fine because you don't normally score from that far out. But, you know, when, when they do have shots and when they have shots on target, your keeper's got to be there to save them, you know. And like I say, sometimes they are unsavable. You know, they're rockets into the top corner. But this wasn't really, you know. And you've got to, you've got to, look, at, you've got to look at Raphael in some cases, you know, not, not in all cases, but certainly I think partly for this one. But I think defensively, you know, I think... We, we've said the piece about Raphael, but I think defensively they had to get out quicker. You know, you, 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 you've still got to get out and, and try and make a block there. Yaku, Yaku Mate just pretty much just kept running almost to the corner flag, you know, by, by, by the time Tom Lawrence had turned, turned back and turned around. So you've got to look at Mate there as well. Because how he lets that happen, God only knows. Like, but, um, but, but, yeah. It's... Yeah, no, it's, it, the first goal is... You know, it's a combination of poor defending, maybe also a decent enough strike, as we discussed, not amazing. But the second one, I just think for me, it goes to concentration. You can debate about whether it's the referee. Yeah, well, yeah, no, that's fair, Matt. I'm going to come to you, don't worry. I agree (laughs) that maybe it was a little bit soft and all that. But don't give the referee any option. Don't let the derby player get into that penalty area. You don't don't give the referee an option, but... When, when 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 there is no contact and it's a blatant dive, like I mean, what 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 are we saying here? <laughs> like, it's, oh. it does feel yeah, like well, when you drop that happened. deep. What I'm saying is the situations leading up to that goal, not necessarily writing at that. Yeah, moment. I, I, I'd agree with Paul. You've dropped you've dropped that deep. Mm-hmm. That I mean, Moore's yeah. basically <laughs> what just off, just 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 in front of the penalty spot. I think when he makes the challenge. Um, you've dropped that deep into your own area that realistically you're going to have to put a foot in to make a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I'd make that degree. It may be soft. I, I having seen it, it again from the from the angle behind the goal, it may be quite soft, and it's maybe more. I mean, more doesn't make contact. I think it's fairly obvious. Um, it, 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 it's probably not a penalty in reality, but the the fact is that you don't 
we've seen it in games in years and years and gone by now. You don't need to make contact for the referee to give a penalty. It's, you know, it's players do dive. They do win penalties without there being contact. If you're having to put a foot in to try and make a challenge in the area, there is potential that it's going to be a penalty, whether you make contact or not. And that's kind but of the reality it's, of it's it. Not, it's, not, it's not a tackle like Moore, Moore has absolutely slid in. He hasn't completely outstretched his leg. He's pretty much just stepped in. And, and Waghorn has just... Waghorn has forgotten he's got legs and just completely flopped on his face. That is all it is. It's it, like, like, like whatever way you try and paint it, that is a blatant dive. I feel whatever like way um, you paint it, it does, though, the angle which we all saw the penalty given from Mm-hmm. I, the first thought I had was that's an immediate stonewall first, penalty. Oh, more, more dive in, that was yeah. And that, given that the ref is behind, given the ref is behind them as well, doesn't really surprise me that the ref gave it either. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but the ref, the, the ref is in the exact same line as you see behind the goal. When 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 you see it, the ref ref is exactly in line with it. The ref should see that. He should see that. If you if you if you watch if you watch the if we have VAR, it's not giving is completely. Yeah. He, he he is. He has got complete sight of it, hands down. Like it's just, it's appalling. Well, I've said my piece about it, but it's, it's a shocking decision. Like yes, it's shocking. A build up. But I, I do think that we've caused half the issue ourselves. Oh, yeah, I, and I, I don't, I don't dispute that for a second. Don't dispute. And that. on the second thing, or more, uh, in the second half, he gets beaten way too easily, and Sibley gets a shot away. If he gets any quality on that shot. In a very similar area, in the penalty area, that could easily be a goal. So that means, whichever way you look at it, Moore's been in two bad situations there. I'm, I have to say, with that, with that shot from Sibley in the second half, I'm quite surprised it didn't get a little bit more kind of... Uh, praise is the wrong word, but we, we, we kind of gave Pushgas a bit of stick for, for that chance in the first half that he blazed over the bar. Um, Sibley's was an easier chance and he's hit it mm. straight at Raphael and with and no power <laughs> with no power or any, anything else etc etc um, the commentary basically said that's a pretty easy save for Raphael and I thought well of course it's an easy save it's a very poor shot um, it, it, they should they should have he should have had a much much better attempt on goal there um, and I think yeah I, I guess the difference easy, it's probably right it's an easier chance than the chance that Puskas had, in my opinion. Uh, um, well, that, that, that was probably their their only their only clear chance of the entire thing. That was that 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 was their one point. You look at and think they should have scored. They they should have at least forced a very good save out of Rafael. Apart from that, they did nothing. The most frustrating. Well, ultimately, Matt, they won two one. So which is a bit ultimately they won two one. But that like, like like like, and I said it. I said it to my brother at the time. Like when 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 we were watching it, watching that Derby team, it that was that that was the spitting image of us under Yapstam. We go to they one are, up. We yes, oh, no, they it was. Are, it was. I'd agree. Yeah, they are strikingly average, Derby. Yeah, no, yeah, Derby um, are not a good team. But the, but what is most frustrating as a Redden fan is we just gave it to them. But yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. We, we we threw we threw the game away in, in those five minutes. Like, and yes, there was other factors that helped but along that the way. But we threw it away. I mean, yeah. does that not bother you with the three games? Oh, that 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 massive games we got left. I mean, if Middlesbrough and Hull both managed to win today, the gap would be down to seven points. It's highly unlikely we could get involved in it, mm-hmm. but it's not impossible. If well, we Borough winning two 0 currently, I think Hull are winning as well. Tuesday. So it's like. 
so the, the, the like the relegation scrap you know we're being slowly drawn back into it. i think luton won as well today you know like like like, like it, it will still take something quite disastrous for us to go down and if, if it that does happen then we absolutely deserve to go down but but but, but you know we, we we could have put that to bed last week we could have put that to bed today because neither stoke or derby were good teams and we've thrown away two games there so yeah, we we uh, it does feel like we should be at least three points better off than where we are now after these two games um we should have picked up a point today I, I think I don't think Derby were any better than us. I, we've basically given given them three points, really, and we should have obviously had the extra two points from last week as well, were it not for another piece of poor defending. So it's yeah, it, look when you look at the table and you see the fact that we're now what I think it's six points off the top half, when in reality we should be pretty much there and in the top half with them. Um, it's, Just concentration yeah, in both games. Concentration yeah, has cost us is, so yeah. badly, and it's done it throughout the whole of the season, and in previous season, recent seasons. It's not a new trait, is it? So, if we were to have a summer sell right now, um, there's not that many players I think that would be really devastated if they weren't there next season. But we can come on to that a bit later. Second half, we had a lot more uh, the ball, but. You know, we were gifted the goal. Good header by Rinomoto. He did exactly what you should do there. Uh, Mr. Puskas, take note. On target, it helps. You're more likely to score. But I do feel that we just didn't really create much after that, did we, Matt? I mean... Well, I think, I, like, I think, I think the, way, the way Derby defended pretty much, pretty much since almost the, the water break was pretty much almost identical to how we defended it when we went to Fulham, actually, because they, 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 they went to five at the back. You know, every, everything, everything was like, like if you can beat us from going wide, fair enough, but you're not getting through us. And like, so in, in, in that respect, you know, we got a bit of our own medicine from what we did earlier in the season when we won a game. Um, but, but, but yeah, it, it, like we just, they, they, they defended in numbers and we didn't have the, we, we didn't have the creativity to break them down. There was, there was chances, like there, there was a couple of brilliant, brilliant balls that were put in. I think Richards put in an absolute corker that Mate should have got on the end of. How he didn't, how, how he didn't get his head on, head on the end of it, I don't know. But he fizzed that across beautifully. Um, but yeah, apart from, apart from that, there wasn't too many. I mean, for, from from my standpoint, the lack of creativity is a is, is such a big worry. Mm. Well, lack when of you look at the players, when, it, when people do look at the play. Yeah, but you look at the players in this team that we've got and we think that they're really creative, good players. We've got Swift, we've got Jaro, we've got Elise. Um, Mate, kind of, I guess. Um, even Richards, to an extent. These guys are meant to be some of the best players. Some of them are meant to be the best, you know, amongst the best players in the league. And uh, as soon as any team gets a lead against us, we struggle. We struggle mm -hmm. to create like a really yeah. top good chance. I, I would argue they look a hell of a lot better when Lucas Jow is on the pitch. They do, but then why are we like? Why do we persist with playing in the same style when Lucas Jow's not on the pitch? And again, no, this I is a conversation that, yeah. which we could have. We could have this conversation over and over every week because at the minute, and this is something that's starting to kind of bug me is that at the minute Bowen is too rigid. He's too. He's too stubborn, um, and too too wedded to playing one up front. Mm -hmm. with a squad which clearly doesn't have a backup to Lucas Yao. If you don't have another player who can replace him, 
why are you persisting with playing a system that you don't have the players for? It, it's the same thing that um, it's the same thing that Gomez did. It's the same thing that Stan did. They all try, and it's the same thing that Rogers did in years past. They all tried to play their way of football, their style of football, not adapt to the squad they have. If you can't adapt to the squad you have, how are you ever going to succeed? You're just mm-hmm. going to end up forcing players who can't manage that uh, style of football, and you're just you're ultimately you're not going to succeed. I'd really hope that after today's match that we've realised we cannot play a striker alone up front and his first name isn't Lucas because it just doesn't work. If you play Bulldog up front on his own, he's going to be, I would say, from my point of view, marginally better. He's not a man who should be playing up front on his own. And you would definitely not say in an ideal world you'd have Puskas and Bulldog together because they don't really work as well together. But I think it's better than playing. We saw them play quite Yes, I, I yeah, think we saw them play one game against QPR away. Yeah, I think we saw a few more than that. They, they're okay, um, but this one isn't working. But, uh, so I think we should try again. Give it a go. Yeah, cur- currently, I, 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 I'd like to see us go back to two up front. It, it, just, mm. it, just because we can't, we're not, we're not going to create enough good chances with one up front. Um, we're always going to be in very close, very tight games when we're playing one up front because we're not creating good enough quality chances. Um, which, is, and if you again, like like you said, Paul, if we had Lucas Shaw up front, yes, it's a completely different question. But we don't, and we haven't for most of the season, unfortunately. So, like, you kind of have to not get past it, but you have to you have to work around it. You have to adapt. You can't. Like we can't all sit here and say, "Oh, I'd love Lucas Shaw to play up front in his system," because he's not going to at the minute. He's injured again, so we have to have some other kind of formation or some kind of system to help us win games. And at the minute, Bowen is basically saying, "I'm not going to change what I want to do," um, despite the lack of players. Was the thing that baffled I don't me think is... in the game? It's the thing that baffled me in the game. It was like we 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 were losing. Um, at the time, I think it was 2-0, wasn't it, when um, Puskas came off. Springs does a like-for-like swap from Puskas to, to, to Bulldog. And Bulldog is the same. He struggles to play up front. You know, he needs someone to play off, just like just like Puskas. You know, how Mate stayed on the pitch at that point, I don't know. Because Mate should have probably come off and um, Bulldog could have then come on. Like, uh, like that. And that, again, that comes back to... Um, Bowen and his and his management is game management using his substitutes, which I think the last couple of weeks have been questionable. Really, you know, I think they did change it up because they did have Bulldog and Mate together at one point, didn't they? Yeah, but he, he was awful. He was awful. Today. Yeah, but then yeah, but whether he's awful or good, he did change it, so it was a two. I yeah, I, I'd agree with Paul. At least he changed the formation at that point. However, it's not. I mean, it's not the format. It's not the change I would have gone for personally. But once we went to two up front today, we did look more looked threatening. Um, we looked better. It probably helped that we actually once Elise came off as well. We did play with direct winger. Uh, How much theory, do you think we look better, or Derby just let us look better? I think no. Yeah, I, I think we Derby did better. let us play. Yeah, uh, I disagree. I think we definitely looked better at the end of the game. McCleary looked like he was for playing from five years ago. He's completely yeah, he did. brilliant. Yeah. It, he if looked, you can't, if you can't see that McCleary's out of contract in five weeks' time, uh, this is a very Helrison Kanu esque moment here, where uh, you, you're <laughs> able to play very well when you're just about to get a new contract or just about. He's to not. No, let's 
let's not compare Gareth McCleary to how I'm saying it's a, it's a similar, it's a similar trait. Not, <laughs> Let, let's uh, just retract that. <laughs> 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 That's harsh because Gareth McCleary has done some good things. I, I'll admit, say he had a he had a very good performance when he came on. He did, he did, and that moment when he fainted and then just went past him and put in a decent cross mm-hmm. as well. That yeah, was that peak was Gareth McCleary. Peak Gareth McCleary. That, that he was looked quick though as well. He looked very quick today, which, 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 which was surprising. You know, the last couple of years he's looked kind of off the pace and slow, but today he, he like like I say it was literally like watching him from three, four years back, you know, he looked pacey, like, good on the ball, like, say, that faint was something we haven't seen in years, and <laughs> he, one of the slowest players on the pitch was Wayne Rooney, love Wayne Rooney, amazing he player. Looked, he looked but, like he was in a wheelchair. After oh, yeah, but some of, even then, though, even, even though he wasn't, he, he wasn't uh, particularly athletic, or, you know, he didn't move much, but some of the touches he pulled off were fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Brilliant player. Yeah, there was, a, there was a moment late on in the game where Derby started to clear the ball and Reading were putting them under a lot of pressure and really just knocked the ball up with the outside of his foot as a pass and set, oh, set a Derby player away. And I was like, that's, yeah, you can tell that Rooney is just, he's still, he's still got it. Still an absolute Yeah, he has, I mean, you can see a well-cast player, and Tim Deller's probably sat there with him on his knee right now and absolutely loving it and disobeying <laughs> all the COVID rules. So we lose the game 2-1, but there's still a little bit more drama. There is Matt Miazga and Mr. Lawrence, everyone's favourite Derby County player, have a little bit of a tiff after the match. It's really handbags, isn't it? It's not really <laughs> like 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 the problem. The problem I have with it is that if me like if Miazga is going to get sent off, just punch him in the face. Don't slap him in the face. Yeah. Welt him one. Like, what is the point in just slapping him? Like, everyone wants to do it. Like, just just be yeah. the big man that you are and just clout him in the face. Like, <laughs> I I agree with you. If you're going to get sent off or something like that, do it properly. Do it yeah. properly. Don't like have any half houses. Don't like little girly slap there, Matt. <laughs> you've, you've lost some respect from me from that. I mean, I wouldn't say that to your face. But like... <laughs> <laughs> it was so petulant though. It was just like like that 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 is just a red card that you hate to see because because I mean like if he doesn't act there, Tom Lawrence probably gets sent off anyway because he puts his face he he headbutts Matt on a or two or three times I think he puts his to his face like like yes he then also tried to grab his neck and that but i mean you don't do that you'd be the bigger man and like tom gets sent off and we're all singing and dancing and laughing in his face but um <laughs> that's really first banner in derby's uh, end of season hope for playoffs hasn't it losing one of their best players like that mm. a totally and utterly stupid ego driven moment i think what's happened there is matt miazga's wound him up and he's 100%. fallen well and truly into that trap but, but, on, the, but, on the subject if, of Matt Miazga now, um, I, uh, from listening to what Bowen said pre-match, none of the loan players have actually had a contract extension yet, have they? No. Would you no. would you would you extend Matt Miazga now? I, I how no. long is he suspended no. for? If it's a straight oh, red card, is it three games? No. No, you've got. So you're only going to get him for an extra. I thought. I thought Bowen said that all all the players had, apart from Loder, I think until I the think end. That's, of... That was just for permanent players, not for loan players. Oh, okay, fair enough. So I think the loan players have got until Tuesday or Wednesday to agree an extension. Um, and and now obviously that Miazga's not able to play Tuesday. Is it a free game suspension for a straight red yeah, card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, so, violent, violent conduct. Not violent yeah. enough, yes. but yeah. it was violent. Not violent it enough. Violent. Yes. <laughs> 
So, I mean, even then, he's going to only be back for the last five matches anyway. Is the like uh, uh, as cold-hearted as it is? There's no point in bringing him back for five matches. But do we have? Well, play, do we play McIntyre? Play Osho? Like, yeah, both, McIntyre both been there, injured. Definitely McIntyre. Definitely McIntyre. McIntyre, McIntyre, McIntyre. Uh, I think Bowen said that McIntyre should be fit by Tuesday, okay. um, or that at least him or Morrison will come back in on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, even then, I, like I'd almost prefer to just see Osho for five games, we'd, especially with the, the situation as it is now. We're not going to make the playoffs. We're not going to go down, or very unlikely to go down still. Um, play Osho or play McIntyre now, unless Miaska is actually going to be here permanently next season. Then you're not gaining anything from playing him anymore. Mm. Yeah, no. I'd agree. Yeah, I mean, you say we're unlikely to go down, which I agree with, but. Let's just. It's say... going to take a. It, I'm saying it's unlikely. I think it's going to take a very, very a poor run of form, and b we need to we need to drop below what six, seven teams all still need. Yeah, to but score do we look like we're playing well? Do we look like we're going to suddenly pick up wins? I mean, we almost won last week. Until but we didn't. Though, did we? Second minute. No, I know. Yeah. No, said, that's, that's the like, problem, isn't do it? Do we look like winning? It's kind of. It's just kind of, but <laughs> concentration. They just. We looked at the big periods of that game, especially in the first half, we were just coasting. Just coasting. And that's, uh, that, that was the worry that I brought up last week, Paul, is that this, that goal, which the goal we conceded last week is going to have, it's, it's bigger ramifications than just a 1-1 draw against Stoke. It, it pretty much meant that today's game was a, not a, no, um, not a no-brainer, but it was, like a, it, it was pretty much a game on the beach for them again. And every game from now until the end of the season is a game on the beach. And actually, in reality, if we don't pick up, say, I don't know, another two or three points in the next four games, maybe then people will start to get a little worried about relegation. But by then, it, who knows? Could be too late. We don't know. I, yeah, I don't think we're going to get relegated. I mean, we've got 49 though. points. Like, we're not in a terrible... Yeah, I don't think we'll get... No, I don't think we'll get relegated. I really no. I don't think we'll ever get to that like being an issue. But it's... It's more just the players do f- seem a bit like they are going um, through the motions of it. The yeah, they feel like Reading are definitely the club who who had yes, exactly. I feel like Reading are definitely the club who had no no qualms. If the season was to have ended with eight games to go, they wouldn't have cared. I said that none last of, week after the full time whistle. I wish they'd not yeah, avoided. None of, None of the players would have cared if we if we just had points per game and we finished 14th or 13th or wherever we were last week. None of the players would have cared. The fans would have been fine with it. Would have been fine. And instead, we're having to watch them play out basically eight preseason friendlies, but not really preseason friendlies because we don't have the squad for next season. So it's amazing to think how we are so dependent on one player to make us a fairly. Decent championship team. It's not even. I don't. I. I don't think we're dependent on him. We're only dependent on him because we don't change the system when he's out. You know, we have. I don't. I don't see a a massive system there that we can work on that's going to really make us up to that level. Up front, like 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 when 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 Jal's not in the team, we we can't play one up front. You know, Puskas can't do that. Bulldog can't do that. You know, Maytay can't do that. We've got to play two up front when he's out of the team. But it's but it's the but it's the inability to change to change the team and compens or try and fit other players into the team as well. You know, Swift has to play. You know, Ovi has to play. You know, we 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 we're, we're pretty much well. It's the inability to to change the team when when you know one player is out of the team. You know, we 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 can't keep going on saying that you know we're so dependent on Lucas Shaw 
when 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 he's not playing. We're we're just not playing a system that fits the players that are playing. Uh, I kind of agree with that, and I agree we do need to change the system. I definitely think that's the correct thing. But in a two, when you play up front, you need someone who's a different player to Bulldog or Puskas. And Mate uh, is not that player. You yeah, can yeah like he, he's him. not. But, 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 but I think you'd be much better seeing Bulldog and Puskas up front together. You know, yeah, no, I agree. You've got someone much smaller and more nimble. And, I agree. You know, I think that would improve us marginally, but I don't think it's going to make us to the level of Lucas Jab. But we could go on about that forever. Yeah. So... <laughs> Hopefully, at some point, we're going to see a win. Brentford's going to be really tough. But I think that is about it for this week. We can get onto all the other topics in a separate podcast, because otherwise we could be here for hours chatting about this. And let's be frank, I don't think anyone wants to listen to that. So cheers. Thanks a lot for listening. And uh, we'll be back after the, after the Brentford match. So see ya. <laughs>